listening to the School Success Formula with me, Lucy Parsons. Welcome to today's show. Today we're welcoming back Artie, who is one of my academic coaches on my team, but also a really brilliant biology tutor. And she used to be a biology teacher in a sixth form college and curriculum leader as well. And what we're going to be talking about today is five common mistakes students make when they're studying A-level biology. Um, We're doing this episode to give you a flavour of the things that Artie will be talking about when um, she um, presents a How to Revise Biology Masterclass on the 25th of February at 7pm in the evening. So um, on the masterclass, Artie's going to be taking us through all the things that students get wrong and what they can do to correct those things um, in their biology A-level studies and revision. So she'll be talking about things like how to revise biology, how to approach different types of questions like data analysis questions and some of the longer types of questions and how to actually read exam questions so that you um, make sure that you're properly answering them with the right language and all that kind of thing. So if you've got a child who's studying A-level biology, um, come over to today's show notes, click on the link and you can sign them up for the how to revise biology how to revise biology A-level masterclass. Okay, let's go over to today's show and welcome Artie. Hello Artie, how are you? Hi Lucy, I'm really good thanks and thank you for having me back. It's very exciting. Yes. <laughs> There's only about, I think you're only the second person who I've had on the show twice, so that's very exciting. Excellent. <laughs> Okay, so we've brainstormed in advance of this um, conversation the five th- five common mistakes students make when they're studying A-level biology. So do you want to give us the first one? Sure. Um, so as number one, and I think the reason I've kept it as number one is because it's the first thing that happens, which is not realising um, how big a jump it is from GCSE to A-level. Yes, it's very common. That's not just biology, is it? Either it's no, across lots no. of subjects. So tell Absolutely. us a bit about that and what that actually looks like for students. So um, at GCSE, first of all, um, I think students forget that they've actually been doing GCSE for quite a number of years. Nowadays, depending on the school they're in, GCSE starts in year eight, sometimes in year nine, uh, most of the time in year nine. So you've got three years at least of Uh, GCSE and then in terms of content as well you're doing nine GCSEs or ten depending again on what school you're in so content is a lot less you're then jumping to A level one it's only a two-year course and two you're only doing three A levels for maximum so in terms of content that you need to know it's absolutely humongous compared to GCSE, especially in the sciences and especially for biology. Um, I always say it's like learning a new language at A-level. And not only that, it's the content and then the exam questions are completely different to the way that GCSE is examined. So you've not got, you've got all these new skills you have to learn and you don't have a lot of time to do it. And I think students don't realize this jump 
probably until at least the end of the first year when it clicks that how difficult A-levels really are. Yeah, so at GCSE, it, for stu people studying GCSE and if people are listening and they've got children who are currently at working at GCSE level, they probably think that there's a huge amount of content. Yes. Actually, when you move up to A-level, you realise quite how shallow that content really is. Would you agree with me? Um, Absolutely. And so it's, um, and there probably there is a lot of content at GCSE, but because you've got lots of subjects, it seems like there's more content, whereas at A-level, your, your subject numbers go down. So, of course, for each subject, you've got a vast number mm -hmm. of, con vast level of content, I guess. Yeah, so it's really appreciating the depth and the breadth of yes. the subject. But there's also something about the complexity and difficulty of the um, material that is being given to you that you need to understand and be able to explain in, in your exams as well, isn't it? Absolutely. At GCSE, a lot of the language, a lot of the way the questions are asked are at a lower level, of course, than A level. At A level, um, advanced level, it's you're looking at lots of different skills, not just describe and explain, but evaluate, suggest. There's all these new words that come in at A-level, which you have to write in a very different way to GCSE. Definitely. And those are higher order thinking skills, aren't they? I um, did a podcast episode a little while ago now um, about Bloom's taxonomy. Yes. Which is a way um, for listeners who don't know is it's basically a hierarchy of thinking skills and at the bottom you've got things like knowing some knowing something and understanding things which are very kind of low order easy thinking skills and they are the kind of things that are examined at GCSE but then at the top end you've got analysis and evaluation and synthesis which are much more typical skills examined at a level so even if you've you know some of those skills are touched on at gcse particularly if people are getting higher marks but they're not as well practiced as um the, well they aren't practiced because they haven't been exposed to them as much at, at GCSE level so kind of what I see RT and correct me if I'm wrong is that a lot of students do their GCSEs and think oh I'm you know I've done that that stress mm -hmm. it out of the way I can kind of take my foot off the pedal a bit for year 12 yeah. and actually that's wrong isn't it yes um I think a lot of people would agree um especially if they've done science and some of the academic GCSEs as well uh, sorry A levels um, that your two years of A-level is ridiculously hard. And I it's not to put anybody off or anything like that, but it's just a realistic approach. Um, and you can't, you can't go into year 12 thinking, okay, I've done my GCSEs. I'm, I'm just going to wait and I'm just going to uh, relax for a year until my second year because that it will never work. No. No. And I've seen students who've taken their foot off the pedal mm. in year 12 and then they're just they suddenly realise wh what that they really need to step up and they need to catch up. And it's so hard for them, isn't it? When Ab Absolutely. I mean, um, not only is there a jump from GCSE to year 12, there's actually an, a bigger jump from year 12 to year 13. Mm. And if you don't have the foundations 
of year 12, and of course your GCSE, your year 13 is impossible because the content at biology, the um, amount of new words per lesson is incredible. Um, the concepts are very difficult. We go into things in so much detail um, that, you know, even year 12 seems like way away compared to year 13. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. Just the fact that quantity of new words, you know, it, yeah. it, it, like you said, it's like learning a new language, isn't it? It's learning that scientific language to be able to operate at that level. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, I think what we've just talked about ties in very nicely to point two. So what's the second common mistake that students um, make when they're studying A-level biology? Um, it's it's what we said it's about not starting to revise from day one and when I say revise um, I don't revision I think people mistake revision for just exam revision revision doesn't mean you have to be revising for an exam revision means you're revising what you have learned that day so if you start from day one so you go into your A-levels and I can guarantee you will learn a lot of new things even in that first lesson and you go back home and you go over and you revise those new words the new concepts from day one then when it comes to your exams everything gets a lot easier yeah definitely in the extraordinaries club in the habits module i teach people about um well it's called the curve of forgetting and yes it's basically how often you come back to a certain piece of information to keep topping up your memory. And basically, if you come back the day you learnt it, you know, the next day, a week later, 30 Absolutely. days later, if you keep just coming back to it for a few minutes at a time, then it's going to stick in a way that if you just do it in a lesson and then forget about it until, you know, a year's time or two years time when you have to do an exam on it. It, it's going to be really tough <laughs> to remember all that stuff if you haven't been dipping into it often along the way. Absolutely. I mean, uh, actually, the curve of forgetting I was was something I was going to go over in my um, masterclass. But uh, if thirty percent of, I mean, you only remember thirty percent of things you learn, um, and that then starts going down as well, doesn't it? If I'm not yeah. mistaken something like that so that means 70 percent of what you've learned is already gone yeah so we need to and, and the revising from day one is not only for the memory but it's also for the foundation of what you're going to learn next because in biology um, right at the beginning we do a lot of topics such as like cells and transport membranes and all of these things are foundations for things we do later on like the kidneys and um, the nervous system etc and if you don't know your foundations, you won't be able to even touch the later topics. So this is why it's really, really important to understand and not just memorize, but really understand each and every aspect of the topics from day one. Yeah, and I always say to people, it's much easier to memorize if you actually understand first. You know, exactly. You're making your job of memorizing very difficult if you don't understand it. Yes. Okay, let's go on to point number three. What's the third common mistake that students make when studying A-level biology? <laughs> so uh, uh, this kind of does tie in from starting to revise from day one. Some people are, you know, think that they're doing really well when they're making 
and reading beautiful notes and they're writing lovely, they have beautiful handwriting, lovely title, all colorful and, you know, it looks stunning, but it's not good revision. So point three is really thinking that reading and making new notes is good revision. That's something we call passive revision. It actually gives you a false sense of security. It makes you think that, oh, I have spent two hours writing beautiful notes on, let's say, biological molecules. Um, do you remember any of that? Do you actually know any of it? Do you understand any of it? Or have you just written it and copied it and just made it look beautiful? And that is the, one of the biggest mistakes that most people make. Yeah, it's one of my biggest bugbears about yes. revision. You know, beautiful notes does not equal good notes. Good notes are notes that have helped you remember. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And if you're using colour and stuff that, and it genuinely helps you remember, that's fine. But if you're just making it look pretty because you like making things look pretty and you don't really know what you're actually writing about, it, it's not a good use of your time. No, it's you just know. passive. It's just, um, you know, like you said, if it's quite, me I mean, it's not that it has to be messy, but... If you're actively learning, you're not necessarily thinking about how lovely it looks. You're just you're actually learning. And yes, use highlighters, use different colors. That's not a problem, but not just to make it look beautiful. It's to make it help to get yeah. it into your brain. Definitely. OK, so what's point number four? What's the fourth common mistake that students make with A-level biology? Um, I'm not sure if this is totally the student's fault, um, but one of the problems with a level is that the questions are very very difficult um, the way to answer questions is quite difficult so going straight into answering questions without knowing the content is would be number four um, you need to learn and understand so i see biology or probably any a level especially sciences as two different aspects in terms of revision one is you need to know the content Number two is you need to understand how to answer the questions. So without knowing the content, you can't answer the questions. And what a lot of students um, tend to do, and again, like I said, sometimes it's not their fault, but sometimes they're just given questions to do straight away, is go and answer that question. But students don't know how to do that because they don't know the content yet. So they have to... And one of the things I'm going to be talking about in the um, masterclass is how to stay on top of your content revision as well as your exam revision, because I do see them as separate and they are separate things. Brilliant. Yeah, no, it's so important. It, I mean, uh, it, it kind of stands to reason that you can't answer a question until you know about the stuff that the question's about. Absolutely. That, I mean, I think people maybe could have listened to me and thought I'm telling people to go and answer questions before they learn the content but that's not actually what I've ever said is you know yep you need to do the two things side by side don't you it's like yeah. a, a, a doing it in tandem really the yeah it's like your power hour when exactly. um which which is revise the content first. So once you've chosen your question, so you know what, what's gonna be in the question, you revise the content, then you go on to answer the question. Um, so they, that needs to be happening throughout the learning, throughout the revision. And going, you know, going from a classroom and without learning the content afterwards and going straight to doing, let's say, question, questions, which is set for homework, for example, 
that's going to be impossible. That's going to, you know, you're going to feel awful because you're not going to be able to answer the questions. And of course you're not because you've not gone back to revise the content. And this is a big mistake that happens. We kind of miss out that middle bit of learn the content before you do that question. And that goes back to what you were saying about revising from day one, isn't it? It's, yeah. you know, even if your te teachers aren't explicitly saying, you know, do that little bit of revision before you try and answer the questions, you know, everybody should be doing that. You Absolutely. Know, that's yeah. part of operating at A-level standard, really, isn't it? Exactly. And I think when we get to that A-level standard, teachers do expect you to be more independent. So they will, ex so they might not say these things explicitly, as you said, um, but the, it's assumed that that's what you're doing. Um, and the students who are the good students, the ones who are getting the higher grades, I can guarantee this is exactly what they'll be doing. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what's our fifth and final mistake that students make when they're studying A-level biology? So the fifth one is once, you know, they've got their content is when you're answering questions and especially longer answer questions is waffling. Hmm. Um, it, this is my pet peeve uh, in terms of uh, questions, and especially being an examiner. When I see waffle and an uh, exam question, it really, it, it does annoy me. <laughs> but biology and sciences, you have to have to use the correct scientific words. In fact, um, let's say there's a question and it's got like, I don't know, six lines. If you can answer the question in half that half those lines, that's fine. You know, you don't have to fill what's in front of you. And a lot of students think that they have to fill what's in front of them. No, um, you need to write the correct scientific words concisely and make sure you've actually answered what the question is asking. Not waffle around what the question is asking and then not answer it. Because most of the time, if you waffle, you've got it wrong. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that if you say more, you've got more opportunity to say the right thing. Like, yes. it's almost like you're firing out random sentences and like one of them might be right. But yeah. what you're saying is that in your study of biology, it's not just about knowing stuff, it's about crafting your scientific writing so you can say what you know really effectively and really concisely. Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly it. And um, I think and... that might fly in the face of what some people think that mm. biology or, or even the sciences are. They're like, mm. people might have chosen these subjects because they're like, well, I'm not a writer, so I'm not going to do English or history <laughs> or an essay subject or something like that. So well, that's, I think that's the funny thing about biology, especially out of the three. I mean, chemistry and phys physics is very maths based and problem solving. Chemistry is quite maths based and it's very, it's very, um, it's difficult in its own right, but biology, there's the language. So like I said, like it's like learning French, it's English because you've got to write in sentences. There are some boards that do essays, other boards that do very long answer questions. You have to write in prose, you have to write in sentences, but you have to write that in a scientific way. So it's not like, you know, once upon a time. Um, <laughs> and it's also maths because 20% of it's gonna be a maths um inside that so you've got all of the aspects of everything 
it's got loads of skills and that's why uh, one of the common things is people think biology is the easy a level and i had a few students um a few years ago a year later they were like this is the hardest one this is this is the hardest science this is ridiculous and i was yeah it's it's hard but it's very enjoyable so it's really nice to learn all these new things but you do learn a range of skills and i think that's what um is quite nice about biology it's really but, valuable isn't it you know absolutely i mean i studied geography at university and i did biology a level as well mm. i think these subjects do give you such a breadth of skills because there's the numerical aspect there's the yep you know, the, the, the writing aspect, there's, yeah. you know, an appreciation of a very wide range of things when yeah. you study these subjects. And I think that's really important for future skills and capabilities and things, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. That's why I do think that the biology A level is kind of my favorite thing um, as well, because of all these skills, it's really interesting um, to do. But just going back to the waffling, I've just thought also, um, I think what happens is that the reason students waffle is they don't read the full question again something i will go into in the masterclass about how to read the question and understand what it's asking but they assume they know what the question is asking so they'll just go off on one about something they might be asking about a very precise point in a concept because the biological concepts are quite long um, and they might be asking only about one bit but then somebody decides to write about the whole thing so that just means that the student, all that tells the examiner is that the student just hasn't understood the question. So they'll get it wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's sad. <laughs> I remember being a geography A-level examiner and it just being really sad when you could see somebody had worked hard, but yeah. you couldn't give them the marks because they hadn't done what they needed to to get the marks. And it's just, it's really sad, isn't it? It, it is actually, yes. And you, like you said, you can tell when students have really worked hard but they're just rushing in the exam because they just want to write down as much as they can. And actually taking your time is key. Yes, yes. Um, somebody said, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. <laughs> mm, yes, I like that. Not heard yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you take your time, basically you're saving yourself time because yes. you're not rushing into mistakes. Or that exactly. Quite costly. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that with us today, Artie. I'm really looking forward to the masterclass because it's a long time since I took my A-level <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to share um, other than what you've already said about what, what you're going to be sharing on the masterclass? Um, I can't think of anything, but just I guess I think I'm just going to go through. Um, it will be for all of the boards. Mm -hmm. um, I will touch on certain things that I know, for example, AQA does the essay, OCR at Excel do the six marker questions and things like that. So I will touch on certain boards specificity, um, but really it will be about how to answer the questions, how to learn the content um, and do them side by side. And also over time, because looking at learning, um, the whole thing happens over time. You can't expect to learn something in a day. It's not, it's not going to happen. And you can't expect to learn the full A-level course of two years, even in a month before the exam is mm -hmm. impossible. So I'm going to be looking at how to really, I guess, make those neural connections and cognitive connections over time. And hopefully that will help all the students do really well in their exams. 
Fantastic. No, it sounds amazing. And it, it's what I love about the masterclasses that we have in the Extraordinaries Club is this fusion of the, the like the subject knowledge, but also bringing in how students actually learn. And, you know, what my work is all about equipping students with what they need to learn by themselves. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's not about relying on other people to teach them, no. it's about knowing how they learn themselves and giving them that power to go away and do it for themselves and yeah it's really exciting i i I do feel i feel for the a-level students sometimes because when they're coming in from gcse to a-level they're told you have to independently study but they've never been told how to independently study so i think they find that very difficult and like you said it's actually really important to learn how to study something I'm sure you and I probably weren't taught either when we were at school. Mm. Um, but I think it's really important, I think, for students now to kind of grasp that pretty quickly so that they're able to do well. In their yeah. Business. And that's what the Extraordinary Club and everything that I do is all about. It's absolutely yeah. of um, not it, well, students not being taught actually how to study. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Artie. It's been a really, really informative conversation. And I really hope um, the people listening will be able to join us on the How to Revise Biology Masterclass on the 25th of February at 7pm. And if you're listening to this in the future, the Masterclass will be recorded. So um, it will be inside the um, the Extraordinaries Club in perpetuity until all the exam specifications change we have to do another one basically so um you can um always join and um catch up on it at a later date so thank you to Artie thank you and thank you so much for listening have a wonderful day and goodbye